today I wanted something new, and this has been uh, what's been stirring on the inside of my spirit for the, um, this week. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do I'm going to preach on this. I'm going to teach on this, and we're going to go from there. So this may become a 17 part series, and you know I'll be set uh, <laughs> for the rest of the the year here, but. Um, or it might just be today, but I wanted to talk about the power of your imagination. So imagine that. What is it if you can imagine your life to be whatever it is you want it to be? You know, you're living in your dream place, you're driving your dream car, your family's, uh, your dream family. Like what is your, what does your life look like? You have, you have no problems in the world. You have no, um, Nothing, like just paradise. Because I want to tell you that the power of your mind, the power of your thoughts can create that. You know, your dream job, um, your dream career, your dream, those are the same thing, uh, your dream bank account, your dream house. You know, what is it? what does it look like when you start to dream? What does it look like when everything looks like the, the way that you desire for it to be? You know, are you, maybe you you dream of yourself, and I, and I hear this a lot, especially from uh, women who uh, talk to me. They say, well, I, I have these visions, like I, I daydream and I'm speaking in front of people, or I'm writing a book, or I'm, um, preaching, whatever, like, you know, like all of these, or I'm, I'm putting together a, a ministry, whatever the case is, like, like they, you have these like visions, you have these like ideas, these, these daydreams. Um, like when you're zoning out, you can see yourself speaking to people, but then, but then they quickly combat that with, but I've never written a book before, or I, I, but I'm not a public speaker. I don't speak in front of people, but why do I see that? Why can I see myself doing that? And it's very powerful because what you can see yourself doing, you can actually become. You can actually do that because why? It starts with a thought. And this ties in with the series that we just finished of, of mind battles because the same way can come in a destructive pattern from the enemy by just the start of a thought. You know, like no one just goes out, uh, no no wife, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to direct this towards women. No wife just goes out and like randomly, you know, files for a divorce. How did that idea come? It came through a thought, a thought of, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of unhappy. You know, it came with a lie. It came with deception. It came with something from the enemy. No one just goes out and like just runs away from home. Like, you know, you just, you, you wake up, you eat your, your pancakes and I'm just going to run away today. Like, no, how did that come? That came through a thought. You started imagining yourself doing that. You started imagining yourself doing that. But the same, okay, so, but the same way the enemy comes in to put those thoughts is the same way that we are supposed to be thinking on uh, things that are pure, lovely, godly, like those 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 things that we're supposed to be thinking of, on because the Bible says to take all um, thoughts captive, which means God's given us the ability to take every thought captive because not every thought that comes into our mind is from God, nor should we give any 
attention or uh, uh, space to. We should not give any, um, like it's not paying rent, right? Uh, Rent-free space. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Whatever that saying is, like, like uh, living in the that thought lives in my head rent rent free, because it's 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 an attack from the enemy on your thoughts. He can give you a thought of something, and you can ponder on it, and and you know, like um, uh, this person from your church doesn't love you. Or this, these people don't love you. Or these people actually think, like, can't stand to be, like your coworkers, they can't stand to be around you. And then you start to ponder on that, and then you make up scenarios, and then you find yourself visioning how you're going to quit your job because nobody likes you there. How did all of that start? It started with a thought. But the same goes for godly thoughts, you know? The same goes for how, how do you get out of situations how do you get at overcome obstacles? How do you overcome attacks from the enemy? It starts with a thought. It starts with a, a God-given idea. You know, I've seen people, God gave people ideas to write books and it broke them out of debt. It broke them out of uh, bondage. It it put, brought them into a surplus of finances for, and they overcame their situation they were in. What was that? That was a God-given thought of picturing yourself coming out of the circumstance, picturing yourself coming out of that situation, picturing yourself thinking, imagining, imagining, imagine, ima imagining yourself coming out of that situation. And that's why the thoughts, your mind is so powerful and, and what you think on daily, uh, what you allow, um, uh, rental space in your in your mind, what you allow to to uh, real real estate rental space, what you allow real estate in your mind is so powerful, and that's why it's and 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 God knew that. That's why He put it in His Word. You know, think what are you supposed to think on? What are you supposed to? How are you supposed to take thoughts captive? How are you supposed to think of yourself? Um, you're supposed to be renewing your mind daily in the word, renewing your mind. You know why? Because you don't, your mind doesn't just get renewed one time and then you're set for the rest of your life and you never have to renew it again. No, it's like a daily process of renewing your mind, thinking on good things, thinking on things that please God, thinking on things of the kingdom, staying kingdom minded. You know, if you back off the gas, you're not thinking about winning souls. You're not thinking about populating heaven. You're not thinking about um, giving. You're not thinking about blessing others because you kind of become, when you stop becoming kingdom minded, you become self minded and start thinking, how can I just satisfy myself? How can I just satisfy my needs? How can I satisfy me in the sense of, of what I want to do? Because people don't, um, take their thoughts captive. So then you start, you know, getting opportunities of maybe like job opportunities that don't line up with what you you know you're called to do and what you're supposed to do. And people take them and then it completely just pulls them out of the will of God. And, you know, you could say that's kind of radical, but like ultimately that's what it does is everything starts in your mind. So back to what I was saying, you know, you start uh, these women, these women, 
uh, women have spoken to me before about, about things that they feel they can see themselves doing, but they don't know how or where to start. So they kind of stop, stop it there. You know, I saw myself speaking to women. I saw myself uh, preaching conferences. I saw myself um, speaking to like hundreds of people at a time long, long, long before I ever started it. This is stuff like I would just be like getting re- putting my makeup on and like zoning out kind of and, and having like these daydreams and I would see myself like ministering to women. And then the Lord, like I finally put two and two together and came out of that autopilot zone where the Lord just said, that's what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> like, that's what I want you to do. And so I started Valor Hour. I started um, this women's ministry of, of speaking to women and uh, encouraging women. And even though I haven't, I mean, I've spoken at conferences, maybe one, maybe one conference that I could really think of right now. I've like spoken in front of people. I've preached in front of people. I haven't seen physically the hundreds of people or the huge women women's conferences. Like I haven't physically seen that in the natural yet but I've seen it already in the spirit. I've seen myself be invited to to speak at women's conferences. I've seen myself speaking to hundreds of people or thousand people or or even thousands of people. Like I've, I've already seen it, but I haven't, it hasn't manifested. So a lot of people don't understand, like if you can um, see something, you have the power to make that your reality just through your, 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 your thoughts paired with the wisdom and guidance of the Holy Spirit. You have the power to make that real. You have the power um, to pursue that. So, and and that's what like a lot of it, like my husband and I saw ourselves being in, in ministry way before we were in ministry. We saw ourselves being uh, full-time, you know, um, I mean, we are still seeing and we're seeing things come to pass. We saw ourselves buying a house. And then what happened? Someone came up to us with an opportunity to, to buy their house. Uh, they gave us a, a, before they even put it on the market, they gave us a chance to buy it. And we felt peace from God and we bought it. What was that? That was, we were already seeing that. We were already picturing it. We were already, like I had already had put it on my vision board, which I'm not even like getting into really, because like the power of even a vision board is so great because, you know, it says, right, the Bible says, write the vision, make it plain upon tablets so he that uh, see it may run with it. So you have to make your vision so plain. But how does, how do you write that out? How does that even start? It starts with a thought. So first you have a thought of, I can see myself um, being the best um, in my, in my path, line of work. I was going to think of an example of like line of work, but actually, you know, I think I will because I think Andreas might still be on. Andrea, if you're on, like you could say, I see myself being like the best hairstylist in all of the country. You start seeing that and then you start, it starts to manifest. You start thinking on that. 
you start, you, you picture it out. You got your picture there with whatever it looks like, the certificate or the trophy or something that you're like the best of the best and you're the greatest in all the country. And how does that work? You start seeing that you start, uh, but when there's so, there's so much power in it because you start daily taking steps to achieve that. You know, when I, when I pictured myself writing a book, I started picturing myself like, you know what? I really want to write a book for creative people who are in ministry using their talents for the kingdom of God. And I looked up to try to find another book like it, and I couldn't. They're, they're, as far as I know, if you have a book, please let me know. But like a godly book for creatives, whether it's um, design, uh, whether it's uh, songwriting, whether it's um, programming, whether it's film, photography, uh, like all of these things that make up uh, creative because it's not just like tech, it's not just tech work. I mean, you could be a songwriter or a musician or something else like a, a painter or, you know, like something like for, and you want to use your skills for the kingdom. So when I first started, I knew this is what I want to write my book on. I had never written a book. Uh, I had never really written, uh, honestly, a good uh, Instagram caption because I used to struggle with just writing like captions for Instagram when I worked for like other ministries or like companies or something. They would be, I would be like their social media manager and I wouldn't even like know how to write captions. So I was like, how am I supposed to write a book? And so all of these thoughts like started coming to me. And if I had, if I had submitted to those thoughts of, I don't really have that, that well of grammar. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know how to write a book. I don't know how to format. I don't know how to, uh, publish it. I don't know how to get it on Amazon. I don't know how to make it available. Like I could have submitted to all of that, but instead of submitting to that, I started submitting myself to the Holy spirit who showed me connect with this person and they'll help you connect with this person and they'll help you start writing uh, a chapter a day start uh just get it in order of how you want it to to be laid out what's the purpose you know like i i submitted and which like to the and then even in the natural you are when you're writing books someone had said when you write books you're supposed to like look up like the topic of the book you want to write and if there's like um hundreds of books on that already it's actually a sign that it's like a high demand book and you're supposed to uh, write it anyway, even though you could say like, oh, the, you know, someone's already written it before. Because I had the thought like, if no one's ever written this book, this is great. I'll be the first one. But like, you know, Google saying, uh, no, you actually shouldn't try to do that because that means that no one's like looking for that book if there's not a book already about it. So you know, all of these thoughts that I could have just submitted to, but I knew from God that that's what he wanted me to do. And what did I do? I submitted to that. And so I wrote out a plan. I uh, made a vision board with the the cover of the book, how I wanted, and it wasn't even, it was like a blank. It wasn't, I, <laughs> I didn't even have like the title of the book in mind or what the cover would look like. It was just like a solid white book. And on it, it said creative book. <laughs> Like it was as least creative as could be. And what did I do? I I went with it. 
because I knew that's what I was supposed to do. But that all started with a thought. You know, this ministry all started with a thought. Hey, how are we going to make a ministry of this? Hey, what are we going to call the ministry? Hey, what what's our goal in the ministry? It all starts with a thought, a God-given thought. And because of that, if you allow yourself to imagine um, like the good things that God has for you, because, and, and, and this was interesting too, when I was, I was studying for this, you know, the, the word says, um, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, um, no heart can begin to imagine or no mind can begin to imagine. Let me just, I'm not going to. Y'all just, you know, talks amongst yourselves here. First um, Corinthians 2, 9. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. The NLT says, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. So even with how broad of an imagination you could have, even with how broad of like a thought process you could have in your mind, you have not even scratch the surface of what God has prepared for those who love him. So if you're watching this or you're listening to this and you love God and you think this is the best, like you could be living your best life right now, you know, winning souls, going to church, volunteering, uh, whatever, you're li- and you're living your best life. You've not even, you're not even capable of imagining, like our human minds are not even capable of an, of imagining what God has prepared for us who love him. And you can have an, I mean, you know, I have an imagination of like, um, I'm just going to let y'all in on this. Like when I think of MJV ministries and this ministry, I have an imagination of our office building, of our studio, of our jet, of our, um, like of our increased and, and, and people that we want to partner. Cause like, it's like, we've made it our heart of certain ministries that we want to be able to not only like partner with, we want to fund, right? Like these are all things that I, in my human mind have been able to imagine. And I don't share, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't share this with just anyone because People who don't have the capacity to even imagine that will say, well, what do you need that for? Or what do you need? What do you need that camera for? You know, you could just do it on your iPhone. You know, your iPhone's got a camera or, you know, (laughs) what do you need? What do you need a whole building for? You got a room right here. You know, like I don't. So that's why I don't even like start to share like the things that I've just for our ministry, not for like us personally, just for our ministry. I don't even share like any of that stuff. But because I'm even able to imagine those things and the word of God says that I like your human mind can't even imagine what God has for you, like the goodness, the, the plans he has, the, the blessing he has, the, the goodness he just has for you. It says no mind is, is even No mind 
has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. So I'm not even like everything. If I can imagine it, if I can imagine it, I just think, I don't think it's big anymore. Like I stopped thinking that, that my imagination is too big or that my like goals in life are just too big because it's like the word of God kind of like put me, like humbled me to say, who, do, who are you that you think like your human mind is going to imagine something that's like too big because it's in his word that it's not. And once I like got, got that revelation, I just like, I just started dream. I started dreaming. I started like, you know what, God, this is how I see my family. This is how I see my, my house. This is how I see my marriage. Like nothing is like too big because I'm able to imagine it with my human mind. So some people think like, you know, when we say we want to win like millions of souls and we want to see that, like some people say like, oh, well, that's like really huge, you know, that's, or that's too big. Or who do you think you are? Uh, you know, Billy Graham or someone who's already gone before. Um, sorry, I got distracted because I'm hitting this table. <laughs> I'm hitting this table and I know the microphone picks it up. Uh, so I'm sorry. And I just pictured like Judge Judy saying like, stop hitting the table because she does that. If y'all have ever watched Judge Judy, she'll tell people to stop smacking the table. <laughs> Focus. Focus. <laughs> so stop. Al and so let me encourage you with this. Stop allow. First of all, stop sharing your vision, your imagination, your thoughts with, with, uh, like your, you know, the thing, your dreams, your dreams, goals, and aspirations. Stop sharing that with the wrong people. If you share that with people who are going to talk you out of it or who are going to belittle it or people who are going to, um, talk, yeah, like talk you, like just like kill, kill, uh, that vision before it even, you even gave it a chance to, to breathe before you even gave it a chance, uh, to ultimately, uh, abort your vision, abort your goals and, and dreams and, and, and passions and callings before you even had chance for them to come to life. Stop doing that. I'm telling you today, not everything that God gives you is, is for you to share with others. And that's some, and when you realize that, like, that's powerful and you can say like, that's harsh, but it's not because there are some times where God will give me like a message or a revelation or even my husband, he'll have like this revelation and he'll share it with me and it will go over my head like 17 times. But I, who, you know, I've like learned that you don't, I don't say like, well, that doesn't make sense or, or that's stupid. Cause I, I have reverence for God and I know that he hears from God. So I say, that's amazing, babe. Like, wow, you, that's, you should study that out. Like I encourage him when he says, when he says like something, I don't, I don't kill it. I don't, you know, he says like, I want to go live three times a week. I'm not sitting here like, well, you know, that's going to take a lot of work. And I don't know if we should, you know, maybe we shouldn't start like th going live on Facebook three times a week. Maybe we should start off with, you know, I don't, I don't do, I stop, I stop myself. He said, like, even when he said, I think it's time to move. Like the last time I ever like challenged him on something was when we, was when we moved. 
not, I mean, it was like a year, over a year ago. And I didn't have this revelation on how my husband hears from God. And so I like questioned that and I almost made us miss the will of God <laughs> for our lives. Why? Because I was so certain that it, that he did not hear from, from God. So like when he tells me, like he jokingly tells me now we should, you know, we should do this or we should do that. I'm just like, oh, okay, sure. You know, <laughs> we should, we should do that. So stop, stop sharing for someone, stop sharing something that God gave you with other people, whether it's, uh, an idea, uh, an invention, a thought, uh, of a, of a book or a movie or, a like you want to become, you want to become a producer. You want to, you know, make Christian movies, like whatever it is, like stop sharing that with the wrong people who are going to hinder that, who are going to talk you out of that and start seeking, start seeking after what, what you envision, what you imagine yourself. If you, if you wake up every day and you imagine your life to be a certain way, you imagine yourself, uh, living in a different state, you imagine yourself, um, working a different job. You mad, like, like start honing in on that and seek it out and see if that's what God is putting it in your, in your lap. You know, God could be giving you so many solutions. You know, if you're in debt or you feel weighed down or you're living paycheck to paycheck, God could be having you start a side hustle that you think is a hobby, but God's trying to break you out of it. Of, of poverty, of, of not ha of lack of whatever, you know, a lot of people are starting hobbies who really need to be starting businesses because some of, some of y'all are really talented and God could be using that and you, and it could be, and it could, and it's not, it's like, you could think like, well, this isn't even, you know, you could, you can, and I, I don't know who's watching, but you could be like a jewelry maker. You, you enjoy making jewelry. And it's like a hobby. It's like a pastime. You don't like to watch TV. You just like to make jewelry. Like hone in on that. That could be something God's giving. And you think like, well, what does that have to do with like the kingdom and salvation? You know, that could be used to fund the kingdom. You know, that could be used to, to speak, to speak volumes to people of, you know, how, or, or used as like a doorway to, to introduce people to Jesus. Like there's so, there's so many things that people are imagining themselves doing that are from God and people just kind of lack on it. Like, oh, you know, maybe one day I'll do that. Or like, ah, you know, I don't really think that's for me, but I don't, or I don't really know how to do that. I don't know how to start a business. You know, you gotta have a website. I don't know how to have a website. Like, like start seeking God because he'll show you how to get things done. He'll show you how to get things done. I want to encourage you with this too. Before we end, um, Isaiah 43, 19, it says, For I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create river, rivers, rivers. <laughs> I will create rivers. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. He said, do you not see it? Do you not, do you not picture it? Do you not imagine it? Can you not even see it? What I'm trying to do here? You can say like, well, God, that's not possible. I can't do that. God, it's not possible. He's like, do you not even see what I'm trying to do here? 
He said, I could create a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. What does that look like? Well, you say, well, I'm going through a dry season. Isaiah 43, 19. I'll create rivers through a dry wasteland. That's why my husband and I, we don't confess we go through dry seasons or barren seasons or seasons. Because why? Because we know the God we serve will create rivers, plural, not a river through the dry wasteland. Rivers. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Some good coffee, y'all. Hope y'all are getting this. I hope y'all are getting something from this. You can turn to Genesis. And I'll really close with this. Because <laughs> this was good. And this wasn't, this isn't, this is something I say my, my spiritual mom. Because I've been reading uh, Faith Oyedepo's uh, The Effective Minister's Wife. And she put this in her book. And I read it, and it was so good that I wanted to share it as well. Genesis 13. So I want to give I want to give credit where credit's due here. Genesis 13, 14 through 15. Um which version do I want to read? I'm going to read this. NLT says, After Lot had gone, the Lord said to Abram, Look as far as you can, look as far as you can see in every direction. So he said, Look as far as you can see in every direction, north and south, east and west. I'm, I am giving all this land as far as you can see to you and your descendants. As per... Uh, oh, as permanent possession. So she says, how you see your calling determines your perspective, which in turn will affect your level of interest and ultimately the level of impact you make. Let me read that again. How you see your calling determines your perspective, which in turn will affect your level of interest and ultimately the level of impact you make. So how you see yourself, your calling, your passion, your business, your ministry will ultimately impact the level you make. It will it, that it's like how much time are you going to put into it? How much impact do you want to make? How do you, how 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 do you see your how do you see yourself? How do you see your marriage? How do you see your home? How do you see your life? Because that's going to, like, do you see it as like a drag? As like a, I just wake up, I'm in a routine, wake up, eat, go to work, get home, watch TV, go to bed, wake up, eat, go to work, come home, watch TV, go to bed. Like, is it just a cycle and that's all you see it as? Constantly, and this is, this is I'm going to say, constantly be looking to level up. Don't just settle. Don't find yourself getting comfortable and just settling for for comfort. You know, I even I even like pray 
and, and repent like, God, I'm sorry I settled or like, I'm sorry I let myself get comfortable because that's, that's where the enemy comes in is to get you just like comfortable. So she said, uh, Genesis 13 says, all the land thou seest, see, that, see this is why I read the NLT, y'all know what the scripture is. How do you see your being, uh, how do you see yourself? Um, how do you see your life? Do you see it as a burden or a blessing? Do you see it as a privilege or just a pastime? Remember, what you see is what you get. Your mind is the pace setter of your destiny. Being uh, who you are is a high calling, or if, if you're a minister's wife like she's, she's talking to, being a minister's wife is a high calling. See it that way, and then you will attain that great height that God has prepared for you. So whatever it is you're called to do, see it as a, a you know, if God's called you to do something, see it as a high honor, and you will, you will treat it like it's a high honor. If you see yourself and your life as a high honor, like you're not just here taking up space, you're here for a purpose, you're here for a reason, you'll treat it like that. How you see yourself, how you imagine yourself is how you'll treat yourself. You know, that's why you could say some people are, um, who are so confident, they see themselves, they see themselves and carry themselves in a different way. They walk in a room and they have confidence to approach anybody in that room. That's because that's how they see themselves. And then, you know, people who are like not confident, not introvert or not uh, extrovert who are just introverts who just kind of like shy away in the corners and don't really want to talk to anybody. They see those people and they say, well, they just think they're better than everybody else. But it's really it's that's just how they see themselves is they see themselves as confident. So I hope this blessed y'all. I'm going to end it here. I might I really might pick this up either later in the week in a podcast or next week, because this is something I'm really passionate about. This is something that I really love um, to talk about and encourage others on. So I want to say thanks, everyone who hopped on. Hey, Ma and Mom, my, both my moms are on. Uh, Alicia, Andrea, amen, Andrea. Amen. Everybody's saying confirmation. So, I, I mean, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because I wasn't going to, I was going to just do this as, as a podcast, but my husband came in and said, nope. <laughs> husband said, you better, you better preach, better preach that word. So I want to say thank you, everybody who joined me, Facebook, YouTube, podcast, uh, if you haven't already subscribed to the Sarah V podcast, um, you can listen to this episode later. I also have a third, the third and final part of 13 Mind Battles Every Woman Must Overcome. Uh, and I talk heavily in the last episode, which is only on podcast. It's not been streamed. It's only on podcast um, and it's getting uploaded this week, uh, probably even today. And I talk about isolation and the body of Christ and how important you are, no matter if you feel like you are or not. So, because the Lord's been working in me, y'all. He's been doing some great stuff. Um, if you're wondering which, uh, if you missed it, this is the book I was talking about, The Effective Minister's Wife, um, that I was reading from. So if you said, what book was that? Uh, the Effective Minister's Wife by Faith. 
A. Oyedepo. I love her. I love them. I like to picture them. Uh, I imagine them as part of my spiritual family where I can glean off of their wisdom and, um, and teach from that. So, uh, and if this is your first time watching, welcome. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like our Facebook page. Do all of the things. Connect with us on Instagram. And um, we're on, I'll put our broadcast schedule up one more time. In case you're just hopping on at the end, if you missed the beginning, we're on Tuesday morning. My husband's on Tuesday morning, 10 a.m. morning prayer, which is actually going to be called Good Morning Holy Spirit. We're going to rebrand that uh, from morning prayer to Good Morning Holy Spirit because it's not it's not all prayer. He actually teaches from his spirit and prays for people. So it's really good. Uh, Valor Hour, 11 a.m. with me on Wednesdays. And Fridays at 11 a.m. Central Time with both of us. And if you um, would like to sow into our ministry, I'm going to put up the lower third. Um, you can go to mjvministries.com forward slash give. If this blessed you or if you would like to partner with us on a monthly basis, connect with us, connect with our um, vision, connect uh, with our our seed that we sow and that we plant, we sow into ministers and, and we're feeding hungry kids and we're winning souls. I mean, you know, and I don't say any of this to boast in, in us because it's not, it's not about that. It's about what God has brought us to do, what God has given us the wisdom to do. And we do that through ways of partnership. We do that through, um, through you. Through you partnering, we we have a goal, uh, and we we are envisioning growing our partners, and we have a, a specific goal, and I even have a personal goal for this month of how many uh, new partners we're believing for to stand with us on a monthly basis at any amount, um, and and we pray for you, we pray for our partners, we pray for those who who bless this ministry because. You're important. You're important. You know, so I'm going to pray for everybody who's watching, whether you're live or on the replay. And and we'll uh, we'll end it there. But um, so, yeah, if that's the way you'd like to give, you can go to mjvministries.com forward slash give. Uh, it's got cash app, PayPal. If you're watching on Facebook, you can hashtag donate. So, Father, I thank you for every person. Lord, who, who sows and who partners, and Lord, who watches and listens to this broadcast. Lord, may it bless them. Father, may it encourage them. May it develop a deeper, stronger hunger for you and for what you've called them to do, Father. Let it be a confirmation, Father, of the visions and the, and the, the passions that you've given everyone who is listening to the sound of my voice, God. Lord, I thank you that you draw them in. Father, that we we get off of autopilot and become aware of what you're giving us to do. Father, that it's no longer just a thought or just an imagination, but God, that it's something that you have for us. So we thank you and we ask for your wisdom and knowledge on how to, how to do what it is you're calling us to do, how to get it done, whether it's writing a book or writing a song, or, or whatever it is, Father, whatever you've given, Father, let it be done. 
In Jesus' name we pray, and we love you, and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, that's all I got. <laughs> Thanks for hopping on. Thanks for joining me. Love you guys. We really do. We appreciate you. And we will be back Friday, Friday, uh, 11 a.m. And then we take off to New York. We are driving to New York. So we're excited for that. So first, uh, first time back since Christmas. <laughs> So we will be, listen, if y'all see me, listen here, because I'm going to New York and I have the greatest mother-in-law who cooks the greatest Italian food. If y'all see me on here next time and I look like I've put on a couple 15, 20 pounds, mind your business, okay? Y'all don't say nothing. Don't ask me. Don't, 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 don't say, hey, you look, no, just... Just listen, just listen to the word because I'm about to enjoy some cannolis <laughs> and some, I mean, she's already telling me all the stuff that she's making. So y'all just mind your business, all right? <laughs> we love you. We're praying for you from our studio to your house. Be blessed. If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.